0: Hey everybody, welcome to My First Sketch. I'm Josh and thanks for listening. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud, and all of those links can be found on Facebook by searching My First Sketch or simply going to facebook.com slash sketch. If you want to contact the show, feel free to email at myfirstsketchpodcast at gmail.com or you can follow me personally on Twitter at Falls. This is a Philly Sketchfest Fest production, and you can find out more information about upcoming shows and acts at PhillySketchFest.com or on Twitter at PHLSketchFest. Philly SketchFest does a monthly showcase at the Playground at the Adrian on the third Friday of every month. The next show will take place June 17th, featuring the group High Drama. This is a mini teaser preview episode before I get into my regular schedule of showcasing other writers and their first sketches and talk to them about their experiences. So first, I want to talk about the concept and origins of the show. I pitched this to Black Friday Comedy Marathon at the Philly Improv Theater, and it was a real skeleton of a pitch. I knew the premise of my first attempt at a comedy sketch, but I wasn't sure I actually had a copy of it anywhere. Now, thankfully, after searching through a couple boxes at my parents' house of my old high school, you know, paperwork and assignments that I still have for some reason at my parents' house, I found a real copy of this first sketch and it was a straight ripoff of the delicious dish sketches from Saturday Night Live. And of course, since I'm not Molly Shannon or Anna Gasteyer, I rewrote them to be two new hosts taking over for those two characters doing that show. So on black Friday, along with my friends, Julia Hudson, who is in Barbara Bush and Swedish and Chris McGrail, who is in goat rodeo and was formerly in a group with me called judo range we performed my first sketch along with a sketch that Brian Kelly from Secret Pants had written in the early days of Secret Pants. And then I pitched the show again to Philly Sketch Fest, which was coming up in April. I think the pitches happened in January. I got a message from Brian Kelly, who's now one of the producers at the Sketchfest, saying that they wanted to do the show, but they wanted the concept to evolve and contain an interview portion as well. So not only are we going to perform someone's first sketch, I have to learn how to interview them about it as well. So at Sketchfest in April, at the Community Education Center, we perform and record a pilot for this podcast, which you've hopefully downloaded and listened to, and now I continue on as a podcast. Of course, I would like to thank my first guests of that first show, uh, David Hill, Pat O'Keefe, your mom, and my friend Greta Wink. And... If you haven't downloaded it, feel free to check it out. So, a l- little bit about me now. I grew up in Philadelphia in the Kensington neighborhood right under the L at KA at the Allegheny stop of the Mark Frankfurt line in a real crap part of the neighborhood. Uh, I was the youngest of four, and I'm the youngest by quite a few years, so I was always the little annoying one who was always tagging along with big siblings. Um, which I think definitely was the start of me trying to be funny. And of course, I was a typical Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, Hulk Hogan kind of kid. But I also grew up thinking that PG-13 movies were more kid-friendly than PG movies. So I saw a ton of stuff that probably wasn't really appropriate for me to see. One of them in particular that I can remember is Weekend at Bernie's, which I did not... Which I haven't seen in probably 15 years, and it's probably way dirtier than I remember it being. My brother's VHS copy of Wayne's World was pretty crucial to me as a comedy fan, to the point where I was making that joke uh, where he orders the cream of centuryung guy. I would make that joke at Chinese restaurants, and my sister would be like, "You don't even know what that means, so stop it. That's not okay." And now that I know what that means. I definitely should have stopped it. It was not okay. And of course, um, as a kid in the early '90s, The Simpsons were huge to me. But I also, of course, watched, uh, you know, shows like Roseanne, Home Improvement, The TGI Block, you know, you know, The Full House, Step by Step, Boy Me's World, all that stuff. But Saturday Night Live was really what hooked me as a comedy fan when I was about 11 or 12. I started taping every episode. I would get really excited every week for the announcement of the next week's host. Oh, cool. Kelsey Grammer was hosting next week. Awesome. Um, It's also where I first learned about a lot of musicians and a lot of bands. There's certain bands that because of Saturday Night Live, like Ben Folds or Beck, that I'm still really into now. But it was right in that first couple years of the Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan, Molly Shannon cast. But it was also at the time where Chris Farley and Phil Hartman both passed away within six months of each other to the point where at the day after I'm recording this is the day after the 18th anniversary of Phil Hartman's death. And certainly I start uh, showing tribute episodes to those two, you know, it was SNL remembers Chris Farley and then SNL remembers Phil Hartman. But I think, and this might just be my own little personal conspiracy theory. I think those two episodes reminded the show those two tribute episodes reminded the show that they had so much material and they started creating more of these best of episodes. You know, best of Mike Myers, best of Steve Martin, best of Dana Carvey, and so on. And they start airing those regularly too. So I start seeing more and more of the history of the show to the point where I got bummed out when I watched the best of Mike Myers. I saw that he reused a lot of jokes from the best of Mike Myers on Saturday Night Live in Austin Powers. There are certain jokes that are in both, and that really, really boned me out. But then, of course, the 25th anniversary happened, and there was a book called Live from New York that had just come out, so I became this huge fanatic for Saturday Night Live history and Saturday Night Live in general. And as I got into my 20s and adulthood, it started becoming about Reno 911 and South Park, and through Reno, Reno 911, I learned about the state and Wet Hot American Summer and Stella. And I had known about Second City in Chicago or the Grandlings in LA and a little bit about UCB, but I didn't realize that there was much of a scene in Philadelphia. And I don't remember how this happened or what tipped me off, but I discovered Secret Pants doing sketch comedy in Philadelphia. I learned about the Fit Philly Improv Theater. I took a sketch writing class with Brian Kelly through fit I had taken a master class with Kevin Allison from the state which led to being a part of the group judo range for about a year and writing for pro mania which was a comedy and wrestling show for the fringe festival in 2012 but after pro mania I took a little hiatus from comedy in for about a year or so when I came back I started seeing more shows and I started performing you know a few scattered shows here or there Never taking a full time group, never being a full member, a full performer in the city until this idea for My First Sketch and doing this podcast. So that's what I'm going to be doing now. And this was just a teaser episode, a little bit about myself, a little bit about my comedy experience. I promise next time someone else will do at least half the talking. So please go and like the show on Facebook at My First Sketch. Music in this episode was by the band Nono, which you can check out at nonoband.bandcamp.com. Their newest LP, Sound and Light, was just released and available through that website. This is a Philly Sketchfest production, so please visit us at phillysketchfest.com. I'm Josh Hyam, and thanks for listening. I will see you next time when I believe my first episode will be talking to D.C. Fisher from High Drama. This is Josh Hyam. Thanks.